Welcome to Talking Giants, the last episode of Talking Giants ever. We're canceling the show. Just kidding. It is the last episode, though. Before we know the fate of Pat Shermer, at least that's what we would expect, um, because we're not going to record until Monday. We're going to wait. We're not going to record Sunday. We're going to record Monday to see what happens because we don't want to recap a game and then have the episode out. And it's like, oh, look, Pat Shermer has been fired. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into all that. But first, Danny, I will say it's been a long season. It's been a pretty aggravating season, but at the same time, like seeing the development of Daniel Jones has made it almost kind of worth it. Our first season doing this show, it's been a lot of fun, man. People are actually listening to the show, like way more than what we expected when we first started. It's growing. Um, really appreciate the listeners. I mean, we get a lot of interaction online. People talk with us. Um, when we start wars, they go to battle with us. I mean, we're right in the middle of a PFF war. When we fought Frisco Josh over the zone. I mean, just all these like little battles we get ourselves into. It seems like our listeners, uh, they're, they're the ones going right there for us. Anyways, I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, co-host Danny King, talking to the microphone. I mean, yeah, I mean, at least we know that we're not crazy when we go to war with people and that we actually said we actually have listeners. But yeah, there's been good this season. There's been a lot of bad, very painful moments in this season, but y- y- it's just been fun. I mean, I expected it to be more than four wins, but I mean, we've had fun doing these uh, this four and eleven season so far. Hopefully, it'll end as a five and eleven season. Yeah, we'll see. We we will talk about the Eagles game, but yeah, I mean, we appreciate the listeners. I will say because we 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 don't always do this, and when we do do it, it's usually at the end of the show. Leave us a rating review. We're literally two away from 100. Let us finish the season with 100. Like, that would that'd be pretty depressing if we don't finish the season with 100. Um, and we definitely have, like, the you know, I get to see all the numbers, Danny. So we definitely have more than enough to get to 100. Um, and I'm just talking about the iTunes. So we, we'd appreciate if we could get some of that. Um, so do it right now while while I'm talking right now. Go click the, uh, the iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. Go to our page. Leave write a review five stars and just do it right now danny we're going to give the listeners 15 seconds of silence to do it all right i couldn't wait 15 seconds but i hope you guys are in the i hope you're in the process of doing it it's simple Uh, stuff It's, it's not hard to do yeah even if you don't like us just leave us a review just do it help us out help a brother out yeah uh but I do appreciate our listeners. Like, I think we have the best listeners. Like, there's a lot of Giants podcasts out there and Giants content. I think we have, like, the best, like, because, you know, they listen. And, like, we're not very hot takey online. So, like, you know, the hot take guys are going to be like, oh, I need to come in and see what 
this guy says. So we try to be rational. Um, and people come in and listen, like even like even when they disagree, people know that we're coming from uh, a, like a, a point of view where we have evidence for what we believe. Not even like I said, I don't think everyone needs to agree with us, but I think we have smart listeners. Um, and even like and we talk about the Twitter crowd, like the Instagram crowd, people complain about Instagram. I feel like we have like the best Instagram followers, too. Like they're like people like, oh, Instagram people are crazy. I'm like, no, I think they're actually kind of smart. Like you go and look at the comments on our stuff. Um, and I get all kinds of DMs from them talking about, oh, like good show, good show. So we appreciate them. One did tell me, and I appreciate the feedback. Because sometimes we talk to, about people like we're stupid. We're ta- not talking about our listeners because if you if you're listening to the show, I think you're a smart person. I'm not just saying that to to pander, but I think if you listen to us, uh, I think I don't know. I think you're different um, than someone just looking for hot take. Like get him out of here, this guy Jones. All he does is fumble. He's done. Get them out. Like, I don't think that's any of our listenership. So we appreciate it, and we need you to leave us a rating review. That's our one last request before the season's over. And we'll we'll have some things we're rolling out in the next couple of weeks as well. Ooh, a little uh, – I can't remember the word I want. A little tease right there. That's the teaser, word I was looking teaser, for. Teaser. teaser, there we go. It's But, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't touched the Instagram. I don't know what it's like over there on Instagram. I don't use Instagram. But I mean, I, I've only had you good have an Instagram, Instagram, Danny. I I do, but I haven't posted on it in like years because I, I find Instagram. Follow, I sent you a follow request and you didn't. You haven't accepted it yet. That's I, that's, why, that's I, how I know you either hate me or you just never go on Instagram. It's it's the it's the second one. I never I like rarely go on Instagram, but yeah, I, I get mean, scared just, when people follow my personal Instagram, which I've made available. But it's like oh, then you then you see the real me, the psycho. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, just give us two more reviews. Like, it doesn't, like, preferably five stars, but just leave a review. Say, like, Bobby's annoying, I'm annoying. Comment on, I don't know, just comment anything. Just Even give us Giant a review. Jeff left, left us a five star. Yeah, Giant Jeff gave us he a good review. He changed his review from one to five. Giant Jeff is, Giant Jeff is a full on talking Giants addict at this point. There we go. But yeah, I mean, it's just been a fun season, and I'm um, I'm looking forward to the future. Uh, parentheses, Danny. Parentheses, because that's how people comment on Twitter these days. <laughs> yeah, I finally posted the giant insider screenshot. It's like you know what? If they hate me, why am I gonna try and play nice? They hate me um, over something silly. Anyways, Danny, we got some football to talk about and some New York Giants stuff to talk about. We do. <laughs> I well, didn't realize that. Some football operation stuff. Ooh. Pat Shermer, Dave Gettleman. This very well could be the end for both of these guys. And we ran polls today asking for a prediction, not what you want. 71% of people think Dave Gettleman will be retained. And 75% think Pat Shermer is going to be fired. Danny, I'll let you go first. Let, let's, let's start with Pat Shermer. Do you think he is gone on Monday? See, like, after – I forgot what the game was exactly. But for, like, the past few weeks, especially maybe a month for two i i believe pat Shermer's fired and i still think he is but there, there's something that's creeping up on me that that's making me question is he gonna get fired mainly because of the development of daniel jones he's done well the offense it's the, the main problem i have with pat Shermer is his offense for some reason always solves out and in in like mainly the second half he doesn't make the adjustments needed to win the game we should have beaten the eagles that game when the defense gave us opportunities but the office didn't go out there and contribute and now I don't want to measure his status on these final two, uh, three games because the Dolphins are the Dolphins. 
the Redskins, they're just as bad as us. The Eagles are pretty much a JV team right now with all the injuries. I I, I think Pat Shermer's fired. I, that That's my prediction. I believe he will get fired. But for some reason right now, it wouldn't overly surprise me if he's retained. Because there's just something nagging at me saying that he will be back, possibly. Danny, I, yes, I'd be, he's fired. I, yeah, I, I'd be blown away if he's not fired. I just Everything points to that. From the rumors from Steve Tisch um, a couple weeks ago, and then Jordan Rainin brought him back up in his article today. From from uh, Jake Glazer saying that Dave Gettleman isn't safe, that makes me think like Shermer's completely done. From and I know people don't like incarcerated Bob. I don't like him either, but he's usually right. And he said that Gettleman went and recommended that Shermer be fired. So if Gettleman's not like like if Gettleman's here, I think Shermer's gone. If Gettleman's gone. I think Shermer's gone. So I just, I think that decision has been made. I think they're pissed. I mean, there was a nine game losing stretch in there. And I've been somewhat of a Shermer defender, but that was like the one thing where it's like, where I'm not like, oh, look at the film. It's just nine games in a row is a lot. It's a lot and it matters. Um, and that would be like the biggest basis is that, you know what? There's been games where we kind of should have won and we haven't. So I, I really do think Shermer is gone. Um, I, like I said, I don't think anything from these past two weeks against Miami and Washington or this week against Philly has any impact on it. I think the development of Jones was seen before last week versus Washington. So if that was the main factor to bring him back, then I think the decision would have been made to bring him back anyways. Um, so I, 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 my gut tells me off of you know all the evidence around from the incarcerated Bob to Jay Glazer that, that Shermer is done. And I would be, like I said, blown away if he's brought back i don't know why it just came up for me especially like this week for some reason that something maybe doubt my thinking of Shermer getting fired i still think he will be but i don't know where this came from I me mean, just something telling me i think he'll be retained and also I, I hate those videos of the reporters asking like the players question do you want Shermer retained they're not they're not gonna outright say <laughs> fire yeah. Shermer. like it, that's so stupid daniel jones our rookie quarterback's not gonna say yeah i want him fired saquon barkley's not gonna say that that's they're not gonna tell you the reporter to fire Shermer. they may talk about that behind closed doors with themselves but they're not gonna tell the media about that that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, what, are they, what are they gonna say like honestly uh i can't stand uh, the plays he runs on second down uh, I think he should run more screenplays for me. And, yeah, I, I actually think Shimmer – I wouldn't be mad if he's not brought back, honestly. I'm, I'm looking at a guy like Ron Rivera. That's who – that's what I want on this team. So, it's so silly. I get yeah. why they do it because then they say, no, oh, I think he's a good coach. I want him around. So then you get the right article. Daniel Jones says Pat Shermer should stay. Um, so I, it's I guarantee just, Eli wanted Ben McAdoo to stay around. That's He wouldn't have said anything bad about him either. Yeah, he would have said that. But, he, like you said, he wouldn't have believed it. It's just one of those things where, like you said, nobody's going to tell the truth right there. Except for maybe Odell. He might have told the truth. He would have 100% told the truth. I mean, he wanted Shermer, but now he probably wouldn't like Shermer. Nah, maybe he's still what do you would, mean? Cause... He he trashed Shermer after three weeks last week, Danny. That is true. That is true. I did forget about that, uh, the whole Josina Anderson thing. Oh, what a time that was. What a time. Three weeks. What a time. What a time that was, Odell, Josina. Remember Lil Wayne was just sitting there? Like, what's Lil Wayne doing there? Silly. Silliness. All right. And so that's a consensus on Pat Shermer. Now with Dave Gettleman. Majority of people think he's staying. Danny, what do you think happens with 
our current general manager, David Gettleman. Now, see, this one, I got no doubt. There's no way he's fired because he's only been on the job for two years. You don't, he has done so much to this team. It'd be stupid to fire him. That would just be because fans are calling for his firing. Dave Gellman has overturned this roster. He has gotten rid of the guy you paid $95 million to. You don't get rid of Dave Gellman this early on. The coaches, I feel like, is is kind of a different story, but the GM, with all the work he's done to try and build this team through the draft, I mean, yes, he's made terrible free agency picks, and I know the 2018 draft hasn't been spectacular this year. Saquon was injured. B.J. Hill has done nothing. Uh, Lorenzo Carter's done nothing. R.J. McIntosh has done nothing. But you don't fire the GM after two years. That's silliness. They kept Jerry Reese long after he should have been fired because they they give the GM the time they need, and Dave Gunn will be brought back after Black Monday. Danny, and it's not by much. I think he's gone. I take I take I take what Jordan Randall said, and I I kind of believe it. I think Dave Gunn is gone. I think they look at, like you said, the 2018 progression. I think they look at the Alec Ogletree trade. I think they look at Nate Solder signing, Patrick Obama signing. Um, and even if the owners were on board with that, like Mara and Tish, I think they look at it and like, ah, eh, well, we'll just slide under the rug that we were we were all for those uh, things. I think they listen to fans a lot. I really do. Whether that's good or bad, I think they listen to fans a lot. Uh, I think Gellman is gone. I wouldn't be pissed, honestly, because I, I said it a few weeks ago, Danny. If Shermer goes, you kind of have to have De- Gettleman go because then you have a desperate GM with a new head coach. The only way I would be like, okay, that's the, like the definitely right decision is if you bring in Ron Rivera because there is that continuity. Ron Rivera has earned that patience, um, and I think he'll have a little bit to say in personnel stuff. But I just – it's it's a it'd be a, a scary situation to have, you know, that these guys care about their jobs more than they do the team. So they're going to do desperate things. Now, do I think Dave Gettleman is a good drafter? Yes. And people try and minimize stuff. And I also know that people expect GMs to be perfect. Like, you go through the league, and every GM is going to have big-time misses. I mean, Bill Belichick, look at some of his stuff. Like, trading for Muhammad Sanu, that's been horrible. Like, every year, they're, like, there's really bad moves that the Patriots do. But because they win, they get called a genius. And I get that. That's, that's the business of football. You win – the bad things uh, don't look as bad. Um, if you're bad, the things that aren't that bad look way worse. So, but I, if, if I'm just looking at Dave Gellman in a vacuum, I kind of like keeping him. But if you're bringing him in with a new head coach, whether it's Matt Rule or or anybody or Josh McDaniels or anybody, I just feel like it's not a formula for success. Um, and I think that's why the Giants, because they did the same thing with Jerry Reese a couple years ago, where they fired Ben. Uh, or fired uh, Coughlin and Kate, uh, uh, kept Reese. I think this time they're like, all right, we're going to have to go clean house. Um, so we'll see what happens, Danny. But my gut right now tells me that Gettleman is gone. And a lot of that actually has to do with Glazer saying that maybe uh, don't be so sure Gettleman is safe. See, I, no, 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 I'm not bashing your uh, uh, thoughts on Gettleman. But the problem is you said it. Like if we get, if we do this if we get I feel like we well apparently I, I just I kind of breached the article right now apparently like Steve Tish is in the favor of the major overhaul I think one Mara P, Mara only he cares about the team but he's also in the mood to get some money and fill back up that stadium I I Steve Tish is the guy that I think is gonna be the more level headed and view it as the long term aspect I 
but back to what I was saying about you. You said before that uh, if we get rid of the GM and head coach now, it'll be like another Brown situation. Now it's totally different, but I, I just think it's too soon to fire the GM. I really do. And I, I see your points with the bad I trades. Do, Danny. That, I do, too. I really yeah, do. I, it, it, I, it, it, I'm it's just telling you what choice. I think yeah. is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just it, – it's such – uh, this is such a crappy situation to be in that I don't know. I think the GM has to stay, but as you said, bad trades, bad uh, free agency signings, it's all going to factor in. Shermer, I feel like, is a guaranteed goner, but Gettleman, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting, and I, it really wouldn't shock me. We're not going to have our decision Sunday night. No way they make it then. It really could be all day Monday before we figure out if Pat Shermer and Dave Gettleman are gone. It. it I don't know. As I said, it's just a crappy time right now in Giants land. Yeah, this is what happens when you lose. Is you have to deal with this. And you know what? If we fire both of them, or we fire one of them, Danny, we're becoming the Browns. We fire yeah. every two years. I mean, look, Coughlin, McAdoo less than two years later. Shermer two years later. I know, well, you know, there's hope in this next guy. But who's to say they don't tear down some of these good players? Like they, That's the thing. You know, That's they the get rid of Drew Brad Perez and – the Leonard Williams trade turns into nothing. And Dexter like Dexter Lawrence or Dalvin Thompson, who's been playing great, they move on from the like that kind of stuff happened. We saw it with Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman got rid of every single Jerry Reese guy. Even guys who like would like be solid backups. Like, nope, I'd rather bring in an undrafted trade agent and have him be the backup. So yeah, it's uh like I mean, think uh, for a perfect example, um Adams. What what was what was uh, our Andrew. Best Andrew Adams. Like bring like Getting rid of him to uh, keep bringing in Curtis Riley or Darius Thompson to bring in Curtis Riley—that was silly. Um, that's what these GMs do. So I, I don't know. It, this is this is what sucks about losing football games and losing a lot of them is you have to do this stuff and you have to do it constantly. Every other year you're doing it. Um, now I'm, I'm in favor of getting rid of Shermer if that means if you're bringing in the guy you want. Uh, for for me, the guy I want is Rivera. If they're bringing, if they're getting rid of Shermer and bringing Rivera, I'm all for that. And hopefully, Rivera will bring in some good coordinators like Jake Gruden or North Turner. Um, I haven't really looked at the defensive coordinator market, uh, so we'll see. But I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a rough situation. You did see though that Ron Rivera liked the tweet talking about him going to the Giants. Uh, he did. I, I forgot he has uh, Twitter. I kind of forgot about that. It's weird having like seeing it is games with Twitter. Like Matt Rule. Now I'm just gonna say this. This is gonna be an okay boomer take. I feel like Matt Rule tweets too much. Oh, no. He tweets a lot. Danny. Oh boy. Do I, do I need to go through Matt Rule tweets? I mean, go ahead. I mean, I mean, personally, I don't follow. I haven't seen Matt Rule's Twitter in some time. So I mean, maybe he does tweet like a little excessively. I'll have to pull it up, but it's just weird, especially. Oh, and this is another thing. Matt Rule wants complete control. Like, dude, what are you? Wait, wait, wait. He does. So that's that's. Those are the rumors that he wants. Complete oh, I don't control. want him now. I don't want him to have control so, of this team. Yeah, complete control. Um, he does oh. a lot of retweets. Unless your name is Bill Belichick, then you can have full control of this team. Yeah, that would be the thing, Danny. What? That is that's that's a pipe dream right there, and I love it. <laughs> that the Patriots they Bill lose Belichick. this week and they have to play in the wild card round. The, they get blown out in the wild card round. Uh, Kraft says, I'm keeping Brady. I don't care what you say, Belichick. And Belichick's like, all right, I'm out. And he comes back home to the Giants. Come Imagine. back home, Bill. Imagine. Come back home, that, Bill. That, that would be absolutely 
crazy. Also, I don't know if I if most of the people listen to the show are normal, but if you're one of those people that have said bring Coughlin back, let go of the past now. Hey, I uh, I love don't even say it. Don't even say it. Like I'm I'm not saying I want Tom Coughlin back. I'm saying I'm saying I don't. But Danny, I'd be excited if he was. <laughs> I'm not. I can't lie about that. That's like Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is my favorite basketball player of all time. He's not a very good coach. In fact, he was with the Nets, and I loved it. But if the Nets were like, hey, we're going to bring Jason Kidd back as a head coach, I'd be like, don't care. I'm excited because I love Jason Kidd, and I love Tom Coughlin. So maybe it wouldn't be the right decision, but I, I'd sure as hell get excited about it. I, I don't think I could get excited about that. I, as you said, I love Coughlin. But maybe people would be like, oh, because you're young, you, you don't respect Coughlin. No, he's, I, I think he's done. I think he's past his prime at this point. Well, at least he's not should not be an executive in a football office. He does not belong there. He belongs on the field as a coach. That's the only place I see Coughlin, and hopefully it's not with us. Have you found the tweets of Matt Rule? Hello. Sorry, I was just looking through Matt Rule tweets. Um, it's a lot of it's it's a lot nah. of. Re- <laughs> it's just that awkward silence. I'm like, oh, what's going yeah. on here? Well, we are leaving some time for the listeners to write a review. Ah, uh, yes, of course, totally planned. I was finishing the rest of that 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in time intervals. This, but this situation just sucks. So, we'll we should know. By the time we have our next show, that rhymes, who that Pat Shermer and Dave Gellman are either staying or being fired. So right now I vote both are most likely going to be fired. At least I think both will be fired. Shermer um, was like a slam dunk. Gettleman, it's like 50, 55%, 60% for me. Um, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah. All right, Danny. Do we got to talk about pro football focus? Do we have to do this? I feel like they're forcing our hand to talk about them. We're giving I them mean, so much publicity. Do we want to give them the publicity? I mean, I'm not sitting here pretending like we're giving them publicity, but we are giving them we're more giving them attention American than time. they deserve. We're giving them more attention than they deserve. Should we just keep this short and sweet? Maybe we should just give them our PFFFF grades. It's just so aggravating how stuck in take lock they are. And then they, you know, uh, Toucan Sam, you know, he does a video with, um, what's the other main PFF guy? He has curly hair. I got no clue. I'll be honest with you. I don't know anyone over there. Um, I could look it up. But I'll just say curly-haired PFF. So they're talking about Daniel Jones. And he actually is fair. He's like, listen, man, like, um, I'm, go- I'm going off my Foles comp, and I'm saying more Flacco. And I get that, which I'll, the biggest difference I would say is the mindset. Like Flacco had all the tools, and he obviously played really well at times, you know, winning a Super Bowl. So I get that uh, comp. Um, but, man, Toucan Sam could not even handle just, like, the slightest of compliments. Because the other guy was just, like, giving Jones compliments. He wasn't crowning him, but he was giving, like, listen, he's he's done pretty well. It's been pretty impressive. And Toucan Sam is, just could not give Jones any credit. And he's saying, like, the touchdowns are random stats. I can't stand that. Touchdowns matter. I can't stand when people, like, say, oh, touchdowns, they're just random. And, like, well, it was uh, – guys were wide open. It's like, yeah, you want to know why Sterling Shepard was wide open in that first touchdown? Because Jones pump faked, had Collins uh, come down, 
and then that left Shep wide open because he because he used his shoulder to manipulate guys. When Rogers does it, it's brilliant. When Jones does it, it's like, oh, guy was wide open. So it's just silly. They can't give Jones any credit. And they came out, and I knew this was going to happen, Danny. I knew this was going to happen. We talked about them on Monday's show. But I knew I knew for a fact this was going to happen. Monday morning, they are going to come out, and they were going to give him a grade worse than his best game, which I'd be fine if, if just in a vacuum, like, oh, it wasn't his best grade of game. But it was worse than what his best game was. Green Bay. We had one touchdown, three interceptions. The worst throw he's had in two-plus years. And it's just unbelievable. Like, well, he fumbled. Like he fumbled. And then they're like, oh, his passing grade was actually better. It's like, yeah, we don't care about his passing grade. We care about the overall grade. And it's just so silly, man. We keep on getting into it with him. And I feel like we're giving too much time. And it's take lock, Danny. It's one thing. And they wrote up. Uh, Toucan Sam wrote an article saying, oh, we can't crown. Don't crown Daniel Jones yet. And I get that we are excited about Daniel Jones, and especially since we were since the draft. But there's a difference between not crowning a guy and saying the Giants should draft Tua. And don't tell me that their initial draft grades have nothing to do with saying that silly crap. And until they can admit that that was stupid, then I, it's really hard for me to take anything they do serious. And honestly, I don't even want to use their stats that don't have any opinion based to them, uh, attached to them. And that's what their grades are. They're opinions with numbers. Just because you do each grade individually doesn't mean it's not an opinion. It's an opinion. Uh, and they pretend, they're like, oh, I don't, under-, like, you guys just don't understand how we do it. It's like, yeah, we get it. You go from a scale of negative two to two. Um, two is Eli to Manningham in the Super Bowl. Negative two is Brett Favre interception against the Saints in the NFC Championship. Like, we, we understand what you do. We just think it's silly and it's dumb. Um, and then, like, Toucan Sam is like, oh, we'll put a grade on those games. Go. It's like, no, I don't need to make up some fairy grade. I can talk about which game was better because of this throw, this throw, and that throw. And guess what, Danny? Box scores matter. I don't understand why we're completely trying to get rid of box scores. They matter. Yeah, I mean, I used the PFF grades when I did my, like, roster uh, review this summer because, like, PFF people, some people love PFF. I personally don't, and I frankly don't care. But, like, recently, it seems like they just look at – it's like they cover their eyes. They throw, like, a dart at a dartboard. Like, oh, that's his grade right there. And they're like, oh, it's, it's lower – it's – well, no, it was – his Packers grade, they're like, oh, great game. Let's give him a good score. But rest his game, five touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, one fumble. That was recovered by us. They're like, ah, not, not good. I don't like PFF. I don't care about them. And, I mean, they're also like they, – they want people to subscribe to their service. If, that, if you want people to subscribe to that your service and you're telling me that the Redskins game was worse than the Packers game, then I don't know, care if that thing costs $1. I ain't giving you a cent of my money to read those crap grades. Danny, I think your issue is they see a bad box score and they're like, we're going to – I think they have, it's, and it's not like a on-purpose thing. Even though I know that their their opinions on Daniel Jones are still keeping them from doing things because they're like they're t- in take lock because of that because they were really snobby about Daniel Jones talking about oh Will Greer is still on the board in the third round. Will Greer is better than Daniel Jones. Funny how they can evaluate. <laughs> they can definitely say uh, that about a guy before he plays in the NFL, but after a full season, now it's like oh it's it's just too quick to judge. Anyways. They, lo- they go in the bad box scores and be like, well, it couldn't have been this bad. Let's clean it up a little bit. And then they go into um, good box scores and like, oh, we're going to ch- show you how it wasn't as good as these numbers look. I think they're just – I think they hate regular numbers, and I think that's part of their business plan. It's like get people away from the box scores and tell them – and keep on telling them that the box scores are lying. And I don't think it's like a – it's like a write down – I don't think they write this down, but I think it's just a cognitive bias, bias that they have for that. So it's 
I don't know. It's it's frustrating, and honestly, I feel like we give them a little too much time. And we've only been doing it for this week because of the Tua thing, um, and that's what led to the shooting H video. But it's just I'm just I'm over them, and I think people are starting to lose it with them. I think Giants Twitter's going to war with them, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I think they're being exposed for guys that started a company in the UK when they were and started watching football in college. That's not my. That's not something I made up. That is their background. Guys who started watching football in college and writing on messages boards started this. Now, I'm not downplaying that, but you can't have those people come and tell me, oh no, no, not you people who have been playing football your whole life and studying the game and coaching. Now you guys are actually all idiots and dinosaurs. And that's what they do. They're smug and they're arrogant. I'm not saying there's not a part a place in the game for analytics. I like analytics, but when you it's something about analytics, like people who are only analytics, Danny, that just makes people smug, and they, they honestly think they're smarter than people. Um, or, you know what, I, there can be a point where some people are so smart that it turns them stupid, that they lose common sense, that they try and overthink things. I'm telling you, that's what PFF and these over-analytical people. Um, and have you noticed, Danny, like every over-analytical dude who's just all analytics and they have graphs, every single one of them has some kind of weird profile picture, like Frisco Josh, uh, and Ben Wald, Baldwin, and then they just like, oh, and then they, they talk down on people. Anyways, I, I feel like I'm ranting and I shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, it's just dumb, as you said. And analytics, they're part of every game, and, and I, I respect people that are love analytics, but analytics, especially PFF, their analytics have, are wrong, especially on Daniel Jones. And I and some they're probably like, oh, but you're all Giants fans, so you're just going to defend him until the – Till you can no more. No, Daniel Jones sucked. We're you, we're New York we're Giants. Arguing we would that tell you if he game sucked. Was bad. Yeah, <laughs> like we're, like, we're, we're, we're literally telling you that, that game was bad. Like it's just so funny. Like oh, you guys are just biased for Daniel Jones. It's like no, we're arguing that a bad game was bad and that your grades are weird. Yeah, like yeah, it's fine if you do the grades for a living, but people. Who, who have loved football since, like, literally the moment they were born. They were raised in football. They watched football from a young age like me. We can we can tell the difference between a good game and a bad game. We don't need grades to tell us that, especially when your grades are so outright wrong. It's, it's horrendous. Just because they Chris Collinsworth bought them and NBC ran them a couple of times doesn't mean that they are real. They're literally a made-up grading scale. That's what they are. That's why they're not in a box score. That's, they're not... They're not stats. They're literally made up. Anyways, we've given them too much time, Danny. Uh, we got a game this weekend. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break and we'll get to that. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will, di- will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, the Giants have a football game to play against the Eagles. We got the Eagles at home in New Jersey. Danny, are you going to this game? It's going to rain. Are you going to go? 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 That's the question. That I mean, if they if they if they did not push this game back to 425, the weather would be fine. I'm not sure yet. I'm still monitoring the weather, and I also have to take into account that this game might literally only be Eagles fans there because Giants fans, who knows if they want to show up? Well, Danny, I was thinking. I went to Tom Coughlin and Eli's last game, 
now, you know, those are the other all-time greats in, in, in Giants history. You went to Ben McAdoo's last win. You could, I went to Tom Coughlin and Eli's last win. I wasn't at Tom Coughlin's last game. I was at both of their last win. You can end up going to Pat Shermer and Ben McAdoo's last win. So you can be associated Ooh. with all the losers in Giants history, Ooh. and I can be associated with all the winners. How do you like that? I mean, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, don't also forget, I was at Eli Manning's last home loss, all right? I can hold that exactly. over anyone at any just, time. You're just, all right? you're just establishing yourself as a loser, to be honest, right now, Danny. No, nah, I'm establishing myself as a winner. Ben McAdoo won, all right? You know how hard it is to go to a game back then and find a Ben McAdoo win in 2017? You couldn't. We lost to the Rams, like, what, 52 to, like, zero? So, I, 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 I have every single year I've gone to a game and I've seen the Giants win. This is the first time in years I haven't seen them win a game. That's one of the main reasons why I'm also considering going, because I'm not going over two this year on Giants games. Maybe if you went to Eli's last game and you cared okay. about that Manning. All right, I all right, do. all right. You could have, right, but right. you didn't. I'm 2-0 right. at Giants games all in right, my right. life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you live in Florida, you, you, if you lived up here in New York, you'd be going to games and you'd be taking L's left, right, and center. Or maybe the team would be better if I went to more games. How about that? Then maybe go to more games. Help the team. I remember. Out. I remember when I tweeted out that I was two and zero at Giants games. Some guys like, yeah, uh, hate to break it to you, buddy, but I don't think the Giants <laughs> would be undefeated at home if you went to all of them. And I just wanted to be like, no, <laughs> no, you. There's <laughs> impossible. We definitely would be. Uh-huh. It's I don't, know. I don't know, but someone did say though, if the Giants bring back Pat Shermer, that they would give me their season ticket. So maybe I'll be at all the home game next year. <laughs> well, that you got to hold that person to that. I don't know. I'm I was thinking of doing something if the Giants win, but that's TBD right there. That's a little, well, something maybe. I don't know. Teaser. You <laughs> forgot the word teaser twice in one episode. I don't know, Bobby. It. You know what? I'm on break. I English is hard sometimes. You know. <laughs> oh yeah uh, we're gonna be announcing a youtube on monday just gonna put that out there and we got a video well, of well, how are we announcing a youtube on monday when you just announced it today we're gonna announce it to the world on monday this is listeners get the first the sneak peek at it all right the eagles danny Good they're guys. a team that's struggling they're a team that's banged up we saw them a couple weeks ago that being said i mean do you expect do you expect to win or are we are we actually going to finish this season three you know uh, I, I mean, personally, I mean, I mean, look, the Eagles are literally running. They may not have Zach Ertz out there. I truly believe the Giants are going to win because even though Pat Shermer seems like a goner, the team has a quit on him, and they're still wanting to win. And what better way to end the season by crushing the Eagles' playoff hopes? This is if uh, Dallas actually beats the Redskins, and you beat a division opponent. I don't think there's any way better way to go on top. I truly believe the Giants could win this game, and I think – no, that's stupid because, I mean, they just moved both our games to 425. But I believe the Giants could truly beat the Eagles because they gave them a run for their money last time. And I know some people are like, oh, but it was Eli Manning. But guess what? They never played Daniel Jones before. So it's a totally new ball game right now for them. They got they had to prepare for Eli, even though they prepared for him for, like, I don't know how many years. At least Peterson prepared for him for, like, what, three years now? Now they have to prepare for Daniel Jones, a guy that can actually run around and can make plays on his feet if he wanted to. So I don't know. It. I, I truly believe in my heart the Giants can win this game. And can, we've lost them for six straight games as well. I'm, I'm tired of losing to this team. That's true. Danny, we can't lose our draft pick, even though I think the loss we, we, we give it. The draft pick is gone. Chase Young is gone. What if the Redskins win, though? Gone. Then that 
uh, then I well, does that mean we move up in the draft? I don't know how. Oh no, yeah, yeah cause I think be... we have the tiebreaker still for strength of schedule. You know what? I I I at this point, Bobby, I've looked at the draft. I've seen some goons in the draft. I know Chase Young is a, is a great player, and I know he's going to dominate us for years to come. But I I at this point, we we've already won two games. I value the win more against the Eagles. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, it'd be more fun. Um... And we and we have, in my opinion, Chase Young, as you said, generational talent. But I think we have a few more bigger holes we need to plug. Do you think Daniel Jones scores four touchdowns and ties the rookie touchdown record, or he scores five and breaks it? I, I I truly believe because the Eagles' secondary is not as strong as right now. I truly believe he could get. I'm going to say three touchdowns. I'm saying three touchdowns. It's going to be close. I do believe it's going to be close. I think we'll, it will I, be close. In the second half, we're going to be talking about the rookie touchdown record. That's what I'll say. I'm not going to predict four or five touchdowns. Well, no, in the, in the do, second I half, do. we're going to be talking about a stolen offense. <laughs> Joseph Stalin's offense? Anyways. Oh, um, boy. Hey, when anyone says Stalin, that's what I think about is Joseph Stalin. <laughs> the, the, the communist dictator makes perfect sense. Well, it's, it's just... It's just like a stupid quirk in my brain. Anyways, yeah, it, it's that'll be fun. It'll be fun seeing Daniel Jones to have a shot at that record and going for it. And you know what? That would mean a lot to me with him breaking that touchdown record, especially against Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, has a, a sneak peek in the beginning of the first video we're doing on YouTube. Uh, and just having like having him over that over Baker Mayfield. Now, he'll get broken next year or the year after. He's going to continue to get broken. But it would be fun to see. And you know what? Finished off Daniel Jones. Like if Daniel Jones finished off the year with like three another three, four touchdown performance uh in a win, like that that's a lot of momentum. Like that's a lot to be excited about going into the offseason. Not necessarily the whole team, but Daniel Jones, like it's just more and more excitement going into a long offseason. Yeah. I don't want to – I know it won't, but, like, I mean, truly, I feel like beating the Eagles, I feel like it's going to make at least Marin and Tisha job a little bit more difficult because the one thing I'll give Shermer credit for this team for, they have not quit on him, and I, and I respect them for that because McAdoo, this team gave up on him, and that's why he was fired midseason. But, yeah, Jones, if he could be able to go out there at least at least make the rookie touchdown record close, I there's so much excitement with Jones that if you're not excited for his future, then I don't know what will get you excited. He's balled out. He's made plays. He's made bad plays. But guess what? He's a rookie. That's going to happen all the time. I truly believe Jones is going to – obviously, he's going to take a few weeks off, heal his body, but then he's going to get right back out into the gym, look at the tape, figure out what he did wrong at times, adjust on that, get some wide receivers, work out in the offseason. He's going to come back, dominate the league next year. I truly believe that. Oh, yeah. I think he'll have a really good year. To what degree? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, Danny, giant factors for this game. I'm going to go first. I'm going to just change it up since it's the last show of the regular season. Now, Corey Ballantyne looks to be out. Let's talk about that first before we do giant factors. Mike Rimmers uh, didn't practice with a concussion. It looks like Nick Gates is going to finish the season off right tackle. That's where he belongs. Um, oh, and and let's do a little film cleanup. Uh, you know that long, that third down that he had to Golden Tate um, that I was like really impressed with in that game, Danny. If he would have thrown it to Sterling Shepard, Caden Smith would have been a touchdown. It was four verse against Cover Two. That's, that's anyway. why he got a low PFF grade. I <laughs> I'm sure they did. Like they gave him a negative two for that. Uh, even though it was like a 30 yard completion. Anyways, I didn't even look that far. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so it looks like Nick Gates will play, and then Corey Ballantyne also didn't practice with concussion, which leads to my giant factor. And it's gonna be Antonio Hamilton. He's back, fellas. He's back in the New York <laughs> group. 
Stop. It's it's been a long time since Dallas. Let's see how he's improved. No, but seriously, with a banged up uh, Eagles wide receiver and core, it's going to be like weakness against weakness. They're playing, you know, practice squad guys out of wide receiver. Um, they're going to either pick on Antonio Hamilton or Sam Beal. I think Antonio Hamilton might be that guy. He'll probably play in the slot. Um, so let's let's see what we can get out of Antonio Hamilton. I think he how he plays is the biggest difference in how well the Eagles offense plays. You think they start Antonio Hamilton over Grant Haley? I've completely forgot about Grant Haley. Wow, okay. Grant Haley is my I'm giant like, factor. I can't believe yeah, I did but, that. I'm about to say because I was like, I was thinking myself the whole time. I was like, you think Antonio Hamilton's going to start in the slot? I feel really stupid now. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. All right, Grant Haley is my giant factor. Wow, that makes me look really stupid. Finishing off the regular season on the lowest note. I completely forgot about Grant Haley. I, I can't believe I did that. I seriously feel so stupid right now. That's um, why you don't look at pick, film. Yeah. You're leaving this in. If you cut this out, I will expose you They didn't pick Grant Haley in the game, though, when Valentine went out, did he? Did no, it was, ba- it was Baker that went out, you dummy. But who went in for him? Antonio Hamilton. Why didn't they didn't want to pick Grant Haley outside? Because Haley's 5'9". And he's a slot guy. That That's where he was bred. I'm so stupid. I feel so dumb right now. I'm not even like, trying to say this. Like, a Bobby, joke. hello, are you there? Earth to Bobby? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take all this out of the episode. No, right, you're Grant Haley, I, I will, I will expose you. Grant Haley is my giant factor, and that was my first choice. Danny, who is your giant factor? <laughs> this conversation better be left in there. Uh, my giant factor, I'm going to go with Darius Slayton. Where was he last week? He disappeared. Now, I know his ankle got rolled up on, on, on one of the tape plays. But he dominated the Eagles, and the Eagles, yeah, they're going to try and game plan for him, but their secondary is not good right now, and him and Daniel Jones got that connection. I think Darius Slade is going to have another game on Sunday, and I believe Darius Slade is going to catch a game win a touchdown from Daniel Jones. You heard it here first. Darius Slade is my giant factor. Game winner. I like it. Two walk-offs. I I just, uh, no, say your thing first, because my thing is not related to the game. Huh? I, I want to say something, but you, you were going to say something. Because my thing's not related to the game, because we forgot to talk about it. Say it. All right, well, how do we not talk about the Giants partying after the Redskins game? How do we miss that? <sighs> Can I be honest? And I know this might alienate me. I don't like talking about that. So I think it's weird. I think the people that record it's this weird, but it's, are weird. But it's out there. That it's is weird, true. but it's out there. It, it, I wouldn't talk about it like if it wasn't out there. Here's what like, I'll say. Is I'm glad... That it's a it's this big of a deal. That's what I'll say. I'm glad that our our QB is not out getting mono. Um, and that is a shot at Sam Darnold. I know people are like, oh, is that a shot at Sam Darnold? And I'm a guy that likes Sam Darnold. But I don't like that he got mono. I blame that on him completely. He's out making out like uh, Billy Madison would say. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that our QB isn't out like partying all the time, and it's such a big deal when he does. Yeah, he just went out there and, and had, had a win. Eli Manning with Big Brother out there. I, yeah, I'm Eli. So Eli I'm so convinced that Eli's like forced him to go out. Oh, um, um, so because he looks so uncomfortable at times there. Freaking Eli cheated in the cup flip game. He like missed it, then he literally put it the right side up. He's like, "Yeah, That's guys, how I you did know it." Eli's played a lot of flip cup because cheating yeah. in flip cup is very common. Like I, I've cheated in flip cup numerous times. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. I plead the fifth, so I can't say anything. 
But oh. no, uh, yeah, e- Eli doing that I was so fun. The Patriots for cheating. All right, anyways. <laughs> what does this conversation turn into? Uh, well, I guess yeah, that that's our final giant factor. <laughs> yeah. uh, We've gone off the rails right now. Yeah, we have. But you know what? It's the final episode of the regular season. All right, let's do predictions. Danny, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm predicting. I'm predicting the Giants go out with a bang. That Daniel Jones breaks the rookie touchdown record, and the Giants win 77-0. to zero. Big Blue finishes the season strong, and Pat Shermer is the coach for the next 29 years. <laughs> uh, you know what? Since the final end of the season, I'm just going to do what I've done all year. Giants 78 equals zero. You won up and son of a gun. All right, Danny, that's the show. If you haven't already left a rating review, do it now. You got all the time in the world. We've got those play explosions in the sky. The amount of time on that song that is played at the end of the episode is the perfect amount of time to leave a rating review. We need it. The police are coming oh, to my Bobby, house. They're coming, for you. They're they're coming, coming for to my you. house right now to arrest me if I don't have 100 reviews by the time this episode is out. Anyways, that's the show. We appreciate you guys. We'll be back sometime on Monday, probably Monday afternoon, Monday night, whenever Pat Shermer gets fired because he's going to get fired. Um, We're going to race to our offices and record. So we'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.